Sex, porn, love addiction is all about self-soothing to manage your emotions. It got set up back in the childhood development years. It's just not about sex. It's not about porn. It's all about the repeated use has set up the physiology to crave those dopamine, serotonin, oxytocin, self-manufactured drugs in the body. It's impacting women, men, children aged 10 to 75 across all the age ranges, the sexes, the cultures, the professions. It increased exponentially during COVID lockdown and impacting so many lives. The Kairos Centre has created the first online comprehensive sex porn love addiction. It's a video on demand recovery program which you can access from anywhere in the world and begin to see identifiable changes just within six weeks of beginning this weekly program. Kairos means your appointed time. Isn't it your time to reclaim your life? Bring colour back to life without shame. Click the link below and begin your journey. You owe it to yourself and to others. Let's make sure we agree on what objectification is. Objectification, of course, that leads to fantasy. Remember the fantasy, importantly, will be given a trickle feed of those potent chemicals, dopamine, oxytocin, the drip feed into the body that you may not even be aware is causing an arousal at a low level through the day. So that the decision to act out, to turn on, watch porn or do something else, does not just come out of nowhere. So often it's because of a build-up through the day, because of the triggers, because of you allowing your eyes to view images, people as you drive to work as you as you are in certain places your eyes are allowed to wander to see to objectify it's not about the first look so often you won't be able to help the first noticing of the person that you find arousal or arousing but you can do something about going back or a second look. The important thing is don't go back for the second look, don't linger and certainly split second noticing bounce your eyes. I want to read an article to you. It's entitled What I Wish I Had Known Before Watching Porn. I hope that you'll find some really helpful information coming out of this article. It's an article by somebody called Lauren Dubinsky. It's, it's quite an old one. It's 2012 when this was written, but I continually use it and read it to, to every client. I hope you'll find something really useful that, that comes out of this particular article. Pornography is a charged subject and it's a word that rarely crosses the lips of most women. Yes, there are now breeds of the modern woman who watch, talk and joke about it regularly, but most of us still stay farther away from speaking the word than we actually stay away from it. Over the last couple of years, men have begun to enter the discussion, but women have remained primarily silent. For most of us, it's still the men's world, but statistics show that at least in Australia, more than one-third of pornography viewers are women. 
Just last week, I received an email from a girl who leads a small women's group. They just discovered that every single one of them were watching porn. When I was in high street, high school, pornography was on the long list of bad things that I didn't know much about, and unfortunately, also on the list of things I had participated in. Never mind why I was watching it, the how is the same for nearly all of us. We stumble upon it because of someone else, and none of us knew exactly what to expect or how to handle it. Later in life, I caught myself remembering how I used to watch it for a few minutes here or there, and wandered strictly out of boredom if it would fill the big, empty space of loneliness in my late nights. There were no parents around to hide from anymore, and no one checking my internet history. Pornography was easy, and I never exactly knew why it was bad, particularly since I wasn't actually having sex. To me, it was just something dirty that you probably shouldn't have anything to do with, but probably shouldn't, never stands up against loneliness and boredom. I am not one with an addictive personality, meaning I binge and then drop things quickly. I knew this about myself, and so I used this as an excuse for watching pornography. I also used it as an excuse for getting wasted at other times in my life. Pornography was something I wasn't addicted to. Just like I smoked, I never became addicted to nicotine and drank, but never became an alcoholic. I was just watching it and could stop any time I wanted. No damage done, because I was still in control, right? Not really. Nicotine still seared my lungs and alcohol still, still did some decent damage. It did damage to my liver and to my personal life. Just because we aren't addicted doesn't mean it does no harm. Even while I wasn't addicted to watching pornography, I always wanted more. It existed as a guaranteed time filler and pleasure bringer. And when you get an hour to yourself, it's an easy default activity, an easy default activity that establishes a heavy precedence in what you do with your next bad night. I wish that 10 years ago, someone had educated me on pornography, what it is, what it does, and what it reaches in and destroys in the hearts, minds, and bodies of men and women. I wish that someone would have told me that researchers have suggested it sabotages your sex life. I wish someone would have explained how dopamine, the chemical that is released every time you experience pleasure, drives you to return to what provided that feeling. I wish someone would have told me that the kind of pornography you're most turned on by is usually linked to a corresponding hurtful event in your life, further injuring your brokenness. I wish someone would have told me pornography would normalise things I wasn't emotionally or physically ready to handle in my relationships with men, making me feel like I had no control or options over my sex life, filling me with much regret and physical pain. 
I wish someone would have told me that I would begin to objectify men, build up images in my mind and think of sex day in and day out to the point where I couldn't remain focused on anything else. I wish someone would have told me that it would make me feel less valuable to men and bring up insecurities for years in the bedroom. I wish someone would have pointed out pornography can establish your sexuality completely apart from real life relationships, causing huge problems in your intimacy with real significant others. I wish someone would have explained what sexual anorexia was and that countless young men are unable to get erections because they've been watching porn since they're around 14 years old. I wish someone would have told, told me and told all the men that I dated that the porn they are watching is keeping them from being turned on by me, ultimately destroying our relationship. I wish someone would have told me that the dopamine and oxytocin being released from my watching certain types of pornography would cause me to question my sexual orientation, which in turn cost me relationships with friends. I wish someone would have told me it would subtly create a victim mentality in my mind, causing me even more to become even more sensitive than I already was to catcalls, whistles, and even sincere compliments. I wish someone had talked about how women watch it too, so I wouldn't have been the only one and spent years living under the shame that comes with being very different and the only one in the females that are watching pornography. My I wish list is nowhere near complete. In the end, I simply wish someone would have told me why it was so harmful, instead of simply putting it on a list of things we don't talk about. We all know our rights and wrongs, but seldom do we know what makes them so. Had I known how much it would have harmed me, I would have left it alone. <laughs>